Yeah, let's start at 807. Let's mix it up. Let's mix it up. Hey. 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 Yeah. 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 Illegal music. No, no, we didn't even get <laughs> permission. We didn't ask of nothing. We didn't, we didn't even, we didn't even ask because, because we know we don't gotta ask. That's the thing. Like, forget to ask. We're here to make y'all listen to Human God by Nate Nick. So here's a sample of the fire. Here's a sample of the fire. Of the greatness that is made. We go. No one's even here yet, but they should join soon. I done lived the struggle, I've been through it. Yes, but I'm hopeful I can do it. Once I turn this misery to sorrow in the music, I'ma shake the game up. Watch me shake the game up, right? Yes, it's a party now. I lay fluidly all for fame, and if I make it, this the eulogy. You like turn this up, but don't want right. I'm about to. It's kind of long. That's how I'm thinking usually. This is no savior. Nate Nix on the album. Human God, get it on your the the place you listen to music, my Nix. Wherever you listen to music, Amazon, get it there. Link it, baby. I got all of Enslaved with my shade and my flavor to seeing the same present day when I wake up. I said, No saviors, not ain't no saviors. See, I'd have been plagued by this hatred, this anger from dreams of enslaved with my shade and my flavor to seeing the same present day. Hey, audio just in case some noise happens or something it's like ah! i don't know anyway um so we're here welcome to insert name here brought to you in full technicolor and living sound with the dulcet tones of the great alejandra tejeda 
It is I, the queen of High Park. <laughs> and me, the cold-blooded, icy, Malachi unique, the queen, the king, <laughs> and the, uh, um, the, uh, maybe, like, I probably, like, <laughs> I probably do, like, you know, I'm probably, like, the... Like secretary or something <laughs> of Roxbury. Like I'm here. I'll be here. I'll be taking notes. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so we're here. Oh, I guess we don't need our headphones. It's episode 35. We were, we were just looking cool in our headphones because you know we why were. not? My hair is fresh. It's episode 35. Um, top of the show, y'all know we always start with um sadness with with uh, R.I.P.s, Rescue Scott and Pache's. And uh, today we want to, oh, so sad. Um, obviously, everybody is aware that we lost DMX last week, end of last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just sucks. He was 51, 50, 51, something of that nature. And it's, it's sad to see, um, you know, but he was surrounded by his family. Um, and I just, yeah, I just hope that he finds peace and love and happiness and any if there's a afterlife i hope that it's it's a great one for him natalia sent a meme that said harambe first (laughs) i don't know why harambe was included but that was funny harambe jesus and dmx watching princess diana beat the shit out of prince philip and and it warmed oh yeah he died too that that (laughs) harambe he's been dead yeah, we that, forgetting that old crusty white man died. Yeah, cool. the, the jogger, the jogger lord, uh, died. <laughs> um, and he was ninety nine, so he died from being ninety nine. <laughs> I don't know. People want to say like other they want to be like Meghan Markle killed him. <laughs> the <laughs> like, stress of being called a racist killed him. He knows he's a racist. He don't give a fuck. He that that man was ninety nine years old. Um, he died. It's uh, I guess it's sad to the people. It's sad too. Cause I don't give a fuck. That's a pure. That's pure colonizer. Wow, colonizer to the bone. That's that's like the purest colonizer blood. Anyway, um, we. Uh, I was talking about DMX. RP DMX. <laughs> yes. A prolific artist. Um, a One humanitarian of our favorite artist. Yes. Um, as a whole, obvious nonsense. One of our favorite Man, artists. All of us love him. Um, X. We we even call our friend Nikira X. It's an ex gonna give it to you every time, you know. It's fun. But uh, now it's sadder. <laughs> now it's like we're honoring a person. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's rough. I he. But man, that man lived a full-ass life. I, it was it, it was very um, healing, I guess would be a good word, to was, see all of the like tweets of random people just being like... How he yes, touched their lives. I met DMX in a random-ass day, a random-ass year, and we became best of friends for 24 hours. He was, he, he's such, he was such an open person with his struggles and with being, like, you know, being... Uh, giving people advice and support, and I think like the world will really has really lost something mm-hmm. when we lost DMX, um, especially so young. And it's also again, I think we talked about last week, just the when we think about the generation that he came from, it's 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 sad because like again, a lot of them didn't make it out of the nineties, and then to see so many of them die at fifty or you know. 40 60 whatever it's just like dang you know we really want these people to live full lives because especially as black men black people um you know a lot of us dealt with incarceration and and you know addiction as dmx did both of those things and 
you know, that, that, that takes a lot of your life. Um, and he was able to, you know, he was like what he was able to do with the time he had was amazing. But imagine Mm -hmm. what he could have done with so much more. Imagine had he not been in prison in the 2000s. Imagine, you know, living past the age of 50, whatever. Um, I just, yeah, I think, uh, I'm glad we have so much from him. I'm glad he left us with stuff but i yes definitely gone too soon this is definitely a gone too soon thing um and yeah like who was doing nobody was doing it like dmx dmx releasing two albums the first year and and freaking like he's just oh like nobody rapped like him and the stuff he rapped was deep and he, the way he said it was deep and like one time somebody compared uh somebody said Takashi six nine sounded like DMX. I said what? It was a white man. I was like, you're you're out of your mind. That's why I don't talk to white people about anything that's important. Um, but uh, yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, um, so RIP DMX. Uh, hopefully, if there's a next life, I'm really trying to see you again, bro. Like for real. Hoping um, there's like a special concert stage. Like there, there's I need a I need a whole like <laughs> like yeah, it's about to be big. Um. But uh, also, we want to say Rescue Scott and Pache to, uh, I don't know how to say her name, Delois Brown. Um, she was a 73-year-old woman who was shot as she sat uh, on her porch um, on Only, Only Street. Um, that was, what, last week mm-hmm. as well? Um, and yeah, every every week we've been missing the violence topic. It keeps like... you know kind of sliding off our radar because it's not like it's because it's so constant it's not news yes to to like news organizations basically um but yeah summer's coming as we know and every every year summer means more violence more gun violence more more assault uh, you know homelessness and just you know a lot of stuff and and we never have a plan. We never have a plan. We and, never. And every summer we're like, oh my god, we need a plan, well, and we never have work, a plan. Like clockwork, every year, shootings start increasing, stabbings start increasing, all of these things start increasing, and no one ever is prepared to address it. No it's one just... ever is like able to or prepared to. And like this has been the perfect year to prepare for this. I mean, we we've missed out on so many like opportunities to try to fix how our systems function and we're just like whatever and then mass Ave is still a whole situation as well mass Ave is at this point it's basically a stabbing every day a sh- and sometimes shootings but mainly stabbings there have been murders occurring more and more there just a lot of very like those those are things that are often like very desperate acts and very like things n- people wouldn't normally do and stuff you're starting to see a lot on mass Ave, and it's only april yeah, I mean... And it's not even hot outside like that. It's only April. And we're seeing such immense tragedies. And a, a reminder that this isn't the first time that a grandmother has been, like, gunned down in her house in Boston. Like, that happened... O- almost every year, I feel like a grandparent or a parent is, like, gunned down within their, like, home. And it's yeah, incredible. I mean, we we just sort of, like, live with this stuff. And it's kind of... And it's, it's, it's ridiculous how, like, desensitized we become when it when it happens regularly but like we're no one's offering solutions no one's even really talking about the problem um in a in a meaningful way in a in a solution or solution oriented way um and we have to demand that people do um and we also 
like we also have to do ourselves because they're not going to do it like that we the, we can't we we there are a lot of structural things involved that we can't affect directly as mm-hmm. citizens but there are things that we can do in terms of like mutual mutual aid sort of community engagement type of thing that people can do like if you know you're that person that can actually engage with with people in the street then do it like because some people they know they can like and I'm not talking about the people who who think they want to. I'm talking about the people who experience the things these people go through and how and are respected by these people and know how to speak to them in a way, um, you know, that is useful and not and not just from a stop shooting. Like that's not useful. That's not gonna that's not gonna fix the problem. Like it needs it can and it can't just be one person. It can't just be those people. Also, it has to be the other people a in the back end doing other stuff. Like maybe you don't get to be the person that's directly communicating with the people on the street, but you need to be doing the other stuff that's getting people housing and and, and getting people jobs and education and and you know whatever they need. Like or just you know a, a safe place in another part of the city or the state, whatever. Like we have to figure it out. Like because also it's not. People always want to act like it's rocket science, like as if shootings haven't been occurring in the same neighborhoods with the same kind of, not groups of people, but just like I said, same neighborhoods. A lot of these things occur around the same areas with um, a lot of the same communities being affected and they are always like, well, um, we need to figure out what communities are being affected. We need to be figuring out blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. You know who's affected. You know where these shootings are happening. You know that there's probably a correlation with the people living there, that they need resources and things are happening as a result of the lack of resources and the lack of kind of of everything. And so not having a plan, not having something as the summer comes is just a failure by our politicians, a failure by our, like, our community in not addressing these things because we know they don't go away. Like a pandemic didn't make violence go away. Yeah, I mean, pandemic did nothing. It, it just it exacerbated it violence in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. So I mean, I guess we could go further into that sort of arena um, and talk about the BPD, which Ooh, the BPD. I just like. I, I think I texted Alejandro like recently. Like I'm like the BPD. Like I've said this before. Like they really run like the mafia. Like there's just the <laughs> way they like move mentally. Like I just feel like they think they're in a gangster movie. Like because the way the way they do their little secrets and their little uh, backdoor deal. They like they're really they're like they're like cheap cons, bro. Like they're just like like bro, you're corny, dog. Like cornballs but anyway so the bpd knew that the former police union head uh who got arrested back in like 2018 or 2019 i think last summer actually was it last summer i think it was last. okay who got arrested last summer uh 2020 um they knew uh, that he was a nasty that he was a child molester uh since 1995 he retired in 2018. Oh, that's what 2018 was. He retwi- retired in 2018. Retired. retired in 2018. Yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> so he, he retired in 2018. Fuck him. Um, and they knew that he was a sexual predator. Like, what the fuck? And they were like, yeah, this is fine. And you know, this is not uncommon for police departments in general. But the BPD specifically, uh, famously... 
the young nigga who got shot in the uh, parking lot of the Walgreens <laughs> like to like touch on children Ugly as well. John, so John you know, maybe I don't know these people. It is a great album. You correct. It's an amazing album, C4. You also have some great albums. That's correct, sir. I concur. <clears throat> Link those in the chat, C4. Link yours too. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, Never forget last summer, the person that broke the news to me was Jao um, Depina. Joao. Joao. I always call him Jao. Don't know why. Well, because some people do call their names Joao. Um, and um, Homie broke it to me, and it was hilarious because of the way he kind of did it, even though it's a horrible topic. His delivery? His, deli- his delivery was quite hilarious, so I can never oh, kind of take that away. Delivery. But. He it is was the power, man. Like everybody last summer when he said that, he was like, they must have known it. They must have of like cor- of course. They must have known it. Now we of, have like of course literal confirmation because they did an investigation in nineteen ninety five, like, DCF and BPD. Both. Oh yeah, also the 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 important thing about this story also, besides the fact that they knew, is that they did not make any any attempt to limit his contact with children even after they knew. Not even limit, not even like internally, they're like, okay, just don't send him on the, the kid calls. No, they was like, no, it's fine. He could drive home 15-year-olds. He could drive home 12-year-old boys or whatever. Like, come on, come on. Like, they're just like, let's give him, let's just give him, give him bait. Let's give him, give him what he wants. Like, people, just... and, and when these people came forward, they're so, so brave to come forward against somebody with so much power, and this is how they got treated silence called liars because this man is what a cop like what is a cop for real like think about it like what is why do these people get so much fucking to let somebody that had a case of like being a child molester become your union president is wild like do you have to understand how wild it is that you let some of the the scum of the scum of the earth become the head of your department do you know how sick that is to let that become the head of your department? And he didn't retire, like Willie just said, until 2018. So he's been running around amok for 20 plus years, fucking up children. Like, that's the best way to put it. He's been molesting children from his own granddaughter to other people. Yes, exactly. It's disgusting. Yeah. I, um, I was gonna say, um,. Yeah, like, they, like, of course, they know all that shit about all of them. They know who's beating the fuck out of their wife. They know who's a child molester. They know who's cheating. They know, they know all of that about all of each other. Because they're a fucking gang. It's a gang. It's a mob. It's the mafia, whatever the fuck you want to call it. That's what they are. Like, it's not, like, there's no fixing, there's no fixing that. There's no reform for that. Like, and I've said it many times this week, and I keep saying it, and I said it so many times. Like, people who've done this work know they cannot be reformed. This is broken from the inside up. There's nothing, like, it can't be fixed. You know, like, when you, when, when houses get that, that shit in the basement. Termites that, or something? No, that fucking, that fucking uh, gas that rises up into your house from your basement uh, because... Like, just because the house is old, it just builds up naturally. Like, you can't do anything to, like, you can't you can't sm- smell it. You don't know. You'll never be able to tell. That's what it's like with the cops. It's in there. It'll, you'll never, you, It'll unless you, you get rid of the fucking house, you can't, you can't get rid of it, bro. Like, that's, that's what it is. That's a rot that's deep inside. Like, 
bro, just disgusting. And so with that, Kim Janie ordered, and there was a bunch of pressure for Kim Janie to do this. Um, Kim Janie ordered that the city's law department on Monday um, review their internal affairs file and make redactions. Redactions? Yeah, redactions. Redactions. Uh, necessary to protect the identities of the victims and then release the documents so that the public can see, like, what the hell was happening with that. Um, but, like, we already know, like, what more do I need to know beyond the fact that y'all were complicit in keeping a man? And I do want to note about this is that the, um, the case in 1995, it was dropped because the, uh, the kid was like, here we go, the complaint was dropped and now the person, the, the, now the man is basically saying the reason why he like recanted his story was because he was under pressure from Rose and which is a very common thing where you're pressured from the person that abused you not to say Especially anything. Especially if they're a person in power, like a cop. Just disgusting. <laughs> it, it's really gross and it's been, what did I tweet a couple weeks ago? I said, how many weeks has it been without a BPD or like a state police story in our news? At this point, we're just shooting, like, it's basically, like, stabbing yourself every week if you think you, you won't get by without, like, a story, like, with... Every with single week, every week, like... Without a doubt, there'll be a also, story of this disgusting behavior. Also, Kim Janie, um, um, said that, you know, they would be, uh, reducing the police budget. Oh, yes, 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 I did want to mention that. For some bullshit, like, it's not... <laughs> She said, no, the worst part, it was, it was like reducing it, but moving money it's over to, to the cadets, cadets. And to I fun said, cadets. I That's said, more police. That's not, see, this is the problem with people saying defund. Nobody talking about no fucking defund. Like, what do you, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Get rid of the police. The only, y'all don't, I don't think niggas coming up with the slogans that work, my nigga. Get rid of the police is the slogan. Get rid of them. Delete them. Delete <laughs> them. Erase. Goodbye, adios, the BPD. That's the slogan. Like, defund, I don't know, like, because niggas say defund, they say, okay, well, we're gonna defund the police, but what if we fund the, um, police union? I wish Kim Jenny hadn't said shit because that shit was mad whack. That, that announcement of, oh, yes, we're gonna take money away from the police and be like, we said we were gonna do that last year. Either Marty Walsh said we were gonna do that. Then we didn't do shit. Like, it was basically the same announcement as Marty Walsh did, and I said, Kim Janie, if this is how you think you're going to win your seat as mayor, you are, you barking I'm up tired. the white tree, I don't know, she, you know what, I mean, I mean, she probably, she, she, probably, she probably thinks she got in the bag around here, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe she do, maybe, I don't know, but like, <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, so she's also, um, moving, Oh, we're, we're also permanently eliminating fines, which is lit to me. Because niggas always... Library. The library. Yeah. Because <laughs> niggas always forget to... I was going to say, because niggas always forget to return their books. <laughs> At uh, the library. To the library. So but, permanently but eliminating still, library fines. There's still... Port, uh, like, you still got to return the book. I'll, I'll say that. Of course. Um, Mofos were like, well, never returning the book. Me. Return the book. You just won't get $30 of late fees for returning it a year later. Of course. You always try to return the book. I want to keep them funky-ass books. I have too many <laughs> books in my house already. But the problem is that I can't bring it back if I know they're going to come look at me and ask me for 50 bucks. <laughs> like me, like, sorry. I got to keep this book now. It's more it's than the book is now. worth. 
all ch- all, <laughs> all kids that were taken to a Boston Public Library as like kindergartners that dead ass either lost the book in their house or misplaced it. We all been there. I know you've been there because I was there. That book disappeared, and I I had so much shame. I was like, no, I can't take out a book ever again. They're gonna know in case two. <laughs> I forgot to return this book. Well, you know, and then they force you to get a new card, and then your fees go away anyway. So you're yes. like, well, <laughs> all right. That was really funny. That the when you learn that your like library cards like they disappear after a while, you're like, well, I I dead ass spent like ten years like can't can't get a new library card. They gonna find out I owe them um freaking redfish bluefish. They gonna know. <laughs> now you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> I dead ass thought they were gonna be like Alejandra. Hmm. Owes us three hundred and fifty dollars for Dr. Seuss book. Exactly. See, you know Dr. Seuss was canceled though. So. Uh, uh, for Maya Angelou book. <laughs> okay, good. Thanks. Um, there is a new mayoral hoe running oh. for the mayoral ship I've, for for I've, hoes. Guys, I've come prepared. So there has been a document released with all of the candidates for pretty much everything that pulled papers as of yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't have as of today. Tell me about all the candidates all that right. pulled papers as of yesterday. Okay, so for mayor, we have John Barros, uh, Michael Bianchi, or Bianchi, Bianchi, uh, Andrea Campbell, mm-hmm. Robert uh, Capa, Ca- Capucci, Capucci, Capucci? Capucci? Uh, Jao, Joa, 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 Joa who also, coincidentally, is also in a S- District 7. Yeah, he's running for District 7 as well. As well, but okay. And it's Asabi George. Yep. Roy Owens, who also is running so, for know, District 7. You know, gotta do it. <laughs> John Santiago. Uh-huh. Um, Richard A. Spinagolia? Spagnolia? 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 Uh-huh. Uh, Patrick Williams and Michelle Wu. So that's all that I, I can't say. If your name is that, you can't be the man because I can't say that <laughs> oh. every time I'm trying to talk about your ass. I'm going to have to call you something else, bro. Uh, that's everybody that had pulled papers as a... That's how, that's how they talk to uh, uh, people of color, by the way. They're like, your name too hard. Can I call you Steve? <laughs> that's a, I'm going to say, I'm sorry. Your name too hard. I'm going to call you Daquan, bro. I have to call you. Awesome. I have to call you Adewale. Sorry. We still have Kim (laughs) Janey. Obviously, will have be on this list. Who's missing from this list? That I don't think anybody else is missing from this list besides beyond that. But um, yeah, Wu's on there. She's the last person. But the new person is he on here? I don't think think the new person has pulled his papers yet because this person's from East Boston. Oh no, he might he might be here. It's Robert. Robert. Robert Capucci. uh, Capucci, I believe, is a former cop. That lives in East Boston that now wants to run for mayor. So, um, per usual, uh, vote for Wu. Thank you. Anyway, my TED talk. D7. So, so Santiago Leon Rivera is running. As y'all know, we just said Roy Owen, ugly ass, is running. <laughs> if y'all vote for him, don't talk to me ever again in your life. And if you're voting for him, please stop watching this. Delete, delete the whole There's, show. As Nate said, block no us. I cannot be. We cannot be your savior. Block us if you if you even considered voting for Roy Owens. <laughs> block me now. Um... We have uh, Marissa Coleman Luce is running um, for District Seven. We have Tania Anderson, Joa, as we said, is running. Joe Defina. We have Stephen Wise and uh, Angie Camacho, who has yet to pull papers. So all the other people besides Angie have pulled papers. So since Angie has not pulled papers, she doesn't matter. 
As of yet. As of yet. Um, yes. And then also, to just go through all the other districts, because that was released as well, um, for District 1, Richard Martell. I can tell if that was an eye, two eyes at that. This, this document is the blurriest the, fucking whoever, JPEG I've ever whoever, seen. This would come from the city. Uh, District 2, Edward Y'all Clinton. need to make a PNG. It's higher quality. Bro, can the city... I'm begging. I, I think there should be a new program. I See, I'm just coming up with the ideas. <laughs> quick, quick, quick. Here's a program. Yo, if y'all could get high school students, you know, maybe just young adults in general... Um, hire them to be your tech support. You don't even, they don't even need to know tech. They could just be young and know how to do things like make up fucking PNG so it's not blurry as shit when I'm trying to read names. Please, they know how to, they can also fax things because it's not hard. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I just need y'all to do that because none of, none of the rest of y'all niggas seem to know. Every administration, y'all seem equally confused. So clearly some of it is in the bureaucracy. So maybe just hire people who know something. You know, you can do a little, like, it will be a whole program, just cycle people in. It'll be really good, you know, jobs. It won't even cost that much, probably. Good idea. Y'all should hire me for these ideas. Like, I don't know. I be, I be coming out here. Y'all don't be doing nothing. So y'all just be having money to throw around. Clearly, I'm just saying, y'all be giving the police millions of dollars. So figure you got money to throw around. I don't know. You could do a little program or something. I don't know. Whatever. Anywho, okay. <laughs> District two, Edward Flynn. District three, Frank Baker, Stephanie McBride. Ew, funky ass. Stephen, Frank. not Stephanie. Um, <laughs> Patrick Williams, <laughs> who is also on the mayor list. So I'm wondering how like how official this list is. So because I, I didn't, I'm like, are you trying to run for both? Are you trying to test which one you're gonna get more? I like, say everybody's on their Yancey game. They're like, yo, I'm Yancey. And I'm going to run for both. And if I lose, I'm going to win one other one. Win what? I'm going to win the district if I lose the mayor. No, All you're right. not. District 4, William Edward Dickerson the third. I, I, yes, I, that is the third. I think I'm Facebook friends with that person. Uh, uh, is it Nikki? Or Nikki? Nikia. Yeah, Nikia. Um, Nikia Jean Charles. Jean Charles. Jean Charles. Jean Charles. Uh, Ooh, yeah, vote for her. Our favorite. Freaking Dequo. <laughs> Leonard Lee Sr., Joel Richards, Trina Marie. There's a lot of people running District 4. Troy A. Smith, Jacob uh, Urena, um, Josette, Josette, Kay Williams, Brian J. Worrell. Worrell? 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 Um, first of all, some of, y'all, some of y'all need different names because y'all making Y'all, gonna, y'all gonna make us say this, your names every week, some of y'all. Please stop. District 5, you got Johnny White. John E. <laughs> okay, I was like Johnny White. That's the name he's going with. I know that sounded like I said Johnny. <laughs> yeah, White. they did. Like Johnny, but that John this E. Face e dot White. White. Okay. So District me. Six. Winnie A I E K. A I E K. Okay, that makes it better. Winnie A I E K. Okay. Uh, Kelly Ransom. Hope she doesn't get taken. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, bro. Mary Tamer. I hope the line doesn't <laughs> escape. All right, and then District Seven we just covered. Uh, District Eight is uh, still Priscilla. Oh, I didn't know that was her name. Priscilla Kinsey Bach. Interesting. I know why she went with Kinsey. I huh? know exactly why too. Um, what about District? 
District what? 9 was information <laughs> hidden from me. <laughs> District 9 has nobody? I guess they just didn't post it, the person that posted that. Okay. But those are the people kind of running uh, for office right now. That's a lot of people. Um, and that is a lot of people. This is a waste of money. <laughs> yeah, big waste of money. It's going to be a lot of... A lot of people who are useless and they're not going to win. A lot of mess and people that should be having opponents. Liz, Yo, uh, Brendan. She Liz needs... Brendan. Yeah, Brendan. I thought it was Brendan for some reason. Um, she needs somebody to run against her ass. I don't know who's going to do it. Brayden? Whoops. Brayden? Brayden? I don't know none of these motherfuckers' names. I be reading their names. And I don't know because sometimes I hear them speak and they say their name. And then sometimes they be saying it different. It they feels be saying like. it different. And then I be reading it. And I'm like, I don't know these letters don't correspond. Um, but I fuck Liz anyway. So exactly. um, um, hey, there's that. If but, there was a way I could pressure Lee to run, I would. But he was already tortured running once. I'm not going to have him do it again if you don't want to do it. But all I'm saying, if there's a lovely black person... Oops, if sorry. there's someone who is uh who's from that district, really from, from Austin, there, Brighton, really from there, I'm talking about you, really from people. there. Oh, she says sorry, she said some fuck shit today. She's a whore. I don't like that bitch, <laughs> and I don't give a fuck. I don't like her. I'm dead. I don't like her. Uh, what about Roy? What about Roy? Yeah, yeah. I think people um are confused on if people can do run for both. Yes, Yancey did year. it. But there are, like, changes in the rule where you can and you can't in certain times. Oh, really? Yeah. According to, I don't know, there was a discussion a few weeks ago um, when people were debating on if Kim Jenny was going to run for mayor and keep, like, try and keep her seat. They were like, oh, what about the Yancey run, blah, blah, blah. Anywho, <clears throat> that was my spiel. Um, I don't, that one, I don't think that would have been a good idea for no, Kim Jenny at all. It wouldn't have been. That would have been a bad uh, idea for her. That like swimming. that means you're not like invested in running for mayor. Oh no. That that's what that means to a lot of people. But Roy like people like Roy Owens are a joke anyway. Um Joa is a a, a guy and okay, is okay. he's probably not gonna win either seat. Alright, so uh was... But maybe D seven. He has a semi chance in D seven. He's never gonna be mayor. So what no Liz offense. did that was wild today was she tweeted she was talking about um this issue with Patrick Rose, the child molester from the BPD. Fucking kid touching nasty hole. Anywho, so I'll point out this one tweet. She said, police officers like teachers, physicians, and social workers are mandated reporters. As Boston City Council hearings continue throughout the year, throughout the remainder of the legislative year, I will advocate for more training on mandatory reporting. No, 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 no. But police officers arrest people for committing crimes. And they know molesting children is a crime. Who, who do they report to? Themselves? They know it was them. Who do you call when, when if, if as a mandated reporter, please, who do you call? Ghost the police. <laughs> they call the police. Go. Somebody Are please, you not going to investigate the crime? Please run. <laughs> take this woman's seat because every every week Yo, I feel she gets worse. This bitch, she got, bro. She got She's out of her mind. Because every week I feel like she loses her mind of like what she's talking she, this about. This bitch looks like a pear. What the fuck is wrong? Her head look like a pear. What's wrong with her? Me. Like, um, bro, the, the brain meat is being squeezed. What's wrong with you? Me just... what What's happening in there? Also, I'd like to... Um, somebody keeps saying that uh, since Kim Janey is now the mayor, it's this, this same dude on Twitter, that this racist dude that everybody hates, mm. um, that since Kim Janey's the mayor, um, we can't criticize her and nobody's criticizing her and that's going to make it easier for her to win. I just want you to know that it's a very... Um, it's a very, like, trash white person type thing to think that the only way you can win an election is by 
constantly trashing your opponent instead of actually having policies put in place to like and bring change to the city or like having things that would actually bring attention to people like Michelle Wu and Andrea Campbell will like what good do they receive by constantly bashing Kim Janey? There is no good because they've also worked with her for the past like five years. Like you'd you'd be out of your mind to just like be such a a not a hoe but like a hoe to go from working with Kim Janey and loving Kim Janey to being like oh well she's horrible and also I'm gonna shit talk her all the time and also like again that's a waste of time waste of time but and also the other thing is you don't have to be obsessed with somebody to think they're the best choice they're the best candidate you can. You can call somebody out on the fuck shit they do, bro. Like, I can call Michelle Wu on the fact that she takes money from weird places. Still. I had a conversation this week um, where somebody was, like, in the labor kind of workforce um, was talking about how back... There was, like, a... What's it call it? Boston Calling issue where they wanted to use ununionized labor and... Um, Michelle Wu, to, to what they, like, took it as was that Michelle Wu fell for some anti-union rhetoric... And it appeared as Michelle Wu was anti, like, union labor for that instance. Mm -hmm. And so she wants to answer on that. And I'm like, that's completely valid. Something anybody should ask if that's of your interest to be like, this is a reason why I would vote for you. Like, do it. I don't know why people are so quick to not want to judge or, like, Like, ask for further things from their faith. People are like, oh, I'm like, no, like, this is not my Shit, I ask Michelle Wu, how do you feel about labor right now? What are you going to do to protect labor? One of you will watch it. This is not my friend. That's not my auntie. I don't give a fuck. And neither if it was. If my auntie's running for... Right, if you're running for office, you have to answer some questions. And especially since you've already been... Uh, uh, a politician like what do you what do you mean you already in office like I, I was gonna I sometimes whenever I talk about D7 I feel like because obviously Santiago is our friend um y'all call him Leon we call him Santiago whatever and his name gonna be Santiago on the thing yeah it says, Sa- it Santiago says Santiago Rivera. Leon Rivera vote for Santiago Leon Rivera um but I always like to do like like a little preface like like that's my like I know him I'm friends where I can I will help him with his campaign but I'm like, but I also tell him, like, I have no problem calling him real quick and being like, I don't like if you post, you posted this, take it down. I don't like the way you wrote this, take it, like, I don't think it should be up. You should do the same thing with the politicians. You should be doing this with candidates. You should be like, I don't like the way you did this. How are you going to make like, sure this don't happen again? Like, and people, you cannot, like, bro, like, and also there's levels, bro. You don't have to love everything about a person, bro. You do not. You can think certain things are better, certain things are worse. Like, I hate... That Andrea is in bed with charter schools. Hate it. Hate it. And it might and it might be a deal breaker for me. But it might not be a deal breaker for somebody else who still doesn't like it. So it's like this is my thing. People act like voting like they take it it's not a mor- it's not moral like you need to talk about moralizing shit too much. It's not about morals. It's about like practicality. It's about what's gonna work, what's gonna actually make things you know <laughs> who's work. gonna be the best mayor for like, the city of Boston? Who's going to be the best city councilor for your district? That who, is what it has, comes who down has to. Show, who has shown that they're going to do the work? Because other people, some people, some people say and they don't show nothing. Like my thing is, people are like, "Oh, well, you know, we need a person who knows how to this system work." But first of all, to be a city councilor, hey, y'all, y'all can't do shit. No way, really. <laughs> you, so you vote you on the budget half the time, and you don't even like it. You don't even you don't even need it's not like you need some government experience, man. You just need the will to act to talk to people and, and try to make things move. Cause that's all city councilors in Boston do is talk to people. 
you need the power of advocacy. And this is a complaint that we've said about Kim Janey for the past couple years. Some people have different feelings about this, but from what I've seen directly, is that Kim Janey's been very unresponsive to certain things. So for me, as somebody that wants a responsive mayor, and just having seen the effects of having an unresponsive mayor like Marty Walsh that would not get on social media because he didn't want to, like, have to respond to people on the internet. He wanted people to come up to him or bullshit like that. I saw how that played out, so I want a mayor that's very responsive. Come whether up to them so they can lie to their face Facts. instead of on all over text. So he can have needles <laughs> put near his face and he can get offended. Like Or people come to his house and he can get offended. I don't care, bro. That's the other thing. I'm sorry. You you want to be a uh, uh, you want to be a public official? Well, you're public now. Your life is public. I'll be at your house. I'll be outside. <laughs> Standing on the sidewalk. Hi, hello. I prob- Do right. Me personally, probably would run for office if you didn't want somebody at your front door. I don't know. Public. I wouldn't do it mainly because I don't, I don't like people. And I, and I don't want to go to your house. Pero, it's what happens. Just also, FYI to people, um, it's public records like where you live. Like It's very easy to find it. Very so um, just to tell you, very if easy. you ever think that it's very hard for people to know where you live, it's not. Sorry. Anyway, so that's enough about hoes running for office. A waste of time. Um, but research <laughs> these people. They're probably going to be doing a bunch of boring ass fucking There's a forum next week forums. for something. I knew it. I joined. I ha- I'll, I'll see if it's worth watching or if I remember. You know me. Anyway, so uh, business leaders are asking for change along Mass Ave. They like this, this shit. <laughs> this shit getting crazy. So um, basically... Um, this goes along to what we were talking about, the violence that's occurring. So what people have been saying is that for the past couple months, the kind of level of vandalism and violence and issues that have been occurring in that Mass Ave area have become so horrible that businesses are like thinking about even if they should continue working on that streets or like along those neighborhoods and saying that like it's affecting their business because who wants to go out, even though I don't yeah, whatever. I guess we're past that stage. Even then, who want like who wants to eat when there's somebody potentially overdosing in front of like you? It's like a ghost town. Like I don't, I don't like to walk down there. No, remember that one time I still saw that man that had a broken wrist. You know how that has played out in my hand, in my head, in my hand, in my head, and my hand because my hand thinks about it too. <laughs> you know how that's played out in my head to think the trauma of seeing somebody like that. Like there's no way in hell. That I'm, like, having my business along that strip and thinking, it's cool. Nah, it's cool and straight. Man. And they're, like, I, from what I've noticed in that South End um, Roxbury group is that cars will be break, broken into for nothing. Like, they'll be stealing anything they can get their hands on, vandalizing, obviously, poop on their stoops. Very notably, if we remember that from a couple months ago, no more poop on my stoop. So, yeah, and Kim Janey, um... Some of this was happening in her district <laughs> as a city councilor, and she was very uh, unresponsive in a lot of ways, and kind of, yeah, anyway, she, she somebody, didn't help at all. I want to figure it out, Biddle. That's just for me. So I don't know what her plan is as mayor, but I need to know <laughs> what it is, because <laughs> she needs a plan if she's going to do that. I need all of them need a plan, good plans. I think right about here is good. Do you think 
This is me, your favorite producer, Uncensored Mike, and I'd like to tell you guys about my new show, The Soapbox on Isla Pal. It has me, it has my friends, and it has your favorite people who you don't even know yet. Come listen to us and meet some new folks. That's it. But on to national news, unfortunately, uh, another black man has been, black person has been murdered by the police. And I think there was another one too, like a week yeah, before there that kind of slid by, but... There was, this is a mess. Like, it's been a hard, if you're a cop this week... Yo, yo, the... Turn the, that okay. badge in. So, so that's, this was in Minnesota, right? And you, I, I, obviously we know the show with Charles going on right now. What what happened was it was a stop for they said no license plate or something. Originally they said it was uh, something about an air freshener, but later on the they said it was uh, a stop over yeah. the license plate. I think the the family, like when um, Dante is that how you say his name? Yeah. Um, when he called his mom saying that he was pulled over, he said he thought it was because of his like air freshener, mm-hmm. um, and then his story developed with more. Yeah, like the police details and the details we received from the family. Yeah, so yeah. Anyway, uh, stopped him, had him get out of the car, and then situations. So according to the <laughs> according to the police chief, the former police chief, homie said, "You know, I reviewed the video, and you know, sometimes you know when we want to go, we change to go for a less lethal option. You know." Um, so I heard the officer shouting taser, taser, and you know, I think maybe she accidentally pulled out her gun instead of her taser because you know you keep it on the non-dominant side, the taser, whatever. Sir, how do you pull out a Glock, a gun, heavy a gun, and not know it's a gun before you fire it at a person shooting them in the chest and killing them? Bro, not thinking. Like, the level of not thinking. Like, and it's funny, when doctors go like, I have to do split-second decisions, too. And I know if I'm holding the wrong thing, and even if it's, like, a mil- mil- millimeter difference, they know a difference. you telling me a gun, your Glock, and your Taser, and you don't know the difference? Bro, a 20-year veteran of the force. What do you mean, bro? And she was training somebody, I think, that day. Somebody had posted, um, what's we call it, that uh, an image... Of all those police officers that were like, oh, I thought it was my apartment. Oh, I thought it was my taser. Oh, I thought it was... Y'all don't see that continuing trend of them trying to not take accountability for their actions. Just take It's This is what's infuriating. Them refusing to take accountability. You fucked up. You grabbed your gun. And you knew it was a gun and still fired it. You chose to shoot that man. What do you mean? Because, listen, how does that even happen? How do you pull out at something, shoot? And how do you shoot without seeing what you're holding? Even if you pulled it out in the first place, didn't feel the difference. How do you shoot without seeing what you're holding? You shoot from, like, what are you, cowboy? You shoot from the hip like this? What do you, you know like, why? Quick draw? Like, she doesn't doing? pull out her taser. Like, she pulls out her gun. Every time, probably. Every time. Just aiming at people. Also, there was another cop. Who there was a cop in uh, South Carolina or not not North Carolina I think, who um, I think a couple months ago or back yeah a couple months ago back in December, uh, he stopped the uh, army. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the soldier. Yes, you have that the soldier. There? Yep. I just didn't have this. I, I said police, you know, same same thing. He start he stopped this soldier and for. 
Because he thought he also thought he didn't have a license plate, but uh, that dude actually had a temporary license plate, so it was perfectly valid. But the dude ended up driving to a well lit area because they were on a country road in the middle of the night. He's like, I'm not stopping. You're not killing me tonight. to shoot me. So he drove to a gas station, and the dude, that the dude immediately pulled a gun on him. He was holding it like a gangster, too. Like, why are you on the gun sideways, bro? Because how dare you? Drive to a well-lit place where I can't intimidate you. How dare you drive to a gas station where there? And it was like, cameras. get out of the car. Put your hands out of the car. Get out of the car. How do I put my hands out of the car me, and get out of the car? Me trying to see belts. Me trying to think. Am I supposed to? I'm not slime. I can't. What you want? Put my hands in the car. Get out of the car. Let me out of the car. Like what? And this man, it's sick. This man really in a whole army or whatever uniform. You Fully decked out, and he, these men still ready he, to then, shoot him. And then at the end, he threatened him like, "Well, we can make this go away. You know, it could affect. You know, if you, it, it's not gonna affect my life either way. It did affect his life. He fucking got fired. <laughs> That's what you get, stupid. That's what you get. Like these people are too much. It's too much. Like it's it's the gall to think that you can get away or that it's you time can to fight the police. Things, really, <laughs> just slide. Me and Malaysia have been talking about it, and I will say it publicly. The gangs should join forces. It's time to fight back. Uh, Daddy, Whitey Bulger, why don't you come back? I know you're dead. You don't have a you don't have a nephew that also wants to be a little gangbanger. Um, That's I, terrible. I love calling uh, white people gangbangers. Not Whitey Bulger. I don't know. We need somebody to run these streets because these cops are just running around. Running I'm just them, saying, like killing you, us. you fight somebody from two streets over, you could fight the cops, bro. I'm just saying, like... Period. You killing, you killing your, like, neighbor from two streets down? Why don't you... I'm just saying, if you're gonna do that, then... If you just feel the need that you have to be in the, like, offense against another group, then I feel like... Why not the police that are killing your people? And, yeah. And let's not forget, there were two incidences, also in Boston, where um, a black woman and a black man were um, beaten by BPD... Still haven't heard much from that and still very curious as to where the investigations are going. Yeah, they just love general brutality around because here. They say, they say they're like killing people. That's too much uh, That's too much news attention. We just like general brutality. Nobody's going to report on we, that. Boston Globe, very quick to report on the murder of like Dante Wright. They're very quick to report on the stopping of this stol- soldier. Um, very, very quick to report on these things. But when it comes to our own brutality, crickets. And they're like, hmm. Hmm, no, we don't have those problems here. No, no, we don't. No, hmm. we, don't have, we don't have those problems here. We don't have them. Anyway, on to vaccines. That Johnson & Johnson, they wild and we done told you. We, I, know you, I know you stand this topic for long. Because we done told you that about Johnson Johnson as a company. I don't think vaccines are a problem. Get that Moderna, that Pfizer sound delicious to me. <laughs> give it to me. Whoever don't want it, give it to me. Because uh, I'll take it because I need it. There were like 1,018 wasted vaccines in Massachusetts also. That's bullshit. I needed one. Facts. Because they say I'm still on the list. They ain't send me the link. Rude. So I'm just trying. I need to go down to the Reggie Lewis Center. Get, push all those white people off the line. And get in there myself. <laughs> Excuse me. I need it. Um, but anyway. Yeah, so Johnson. So there's a rare uh, side effect for some people. Blood clots. Um, so they re- the, F- the FDA and the CDC recalled it for now. Um, but fuck Johnson & Johnson. I was never using that shit anyway. That was before the clots. That was before even, uh, the vaccine was even fully created. So, yeah. 
Y'all, y'all really cooked for Lane Johnson. Y'all should have just sold it to another company or something. Or, I don't know, Johnson & Johnson should have just... They should have just let AstraZeneca put their name on it. Because... Ooh, we're blurry. Yeah, we are. Wow. It's because I have to do my hair. My hair was weirdly really stupid. Anywho, that's fine. They don't need to see me perfectly. Whoa. Like we're aliens. This black spot on my glasses. I know it's the blue light. But I, I look like an alien. Yeah. Anywho, so yeah, um, causing blood clots. Um, Claudia, Claudia, Claudia. Don't know uh, what the what, what you want me to say, guys. Claudia, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yes, Johnson and Johnson. It's a new vaccine. We knew that there's a likelihood of a lot of different reactions from people. It's thankfully for the number of people that have received the vaccine, the reactions haven't been too high. Um, but like one of I think we mentioned it a few weeks ago, um, one of our mutual friends got um, their first dosage and had like an autoimmune reaction. So there are things that people are going to react to this vaccine from because it's a vaccine. People's bodies will react differently. I think it's good that they automatically went and started being um, proactive when it came to this vaccine. Right. And I saw this thread by a doctor that was like, he had a patient come in because they start, they noticed that some of the symptoms they were feeling were some of the symptoms that um, the C, not the CDC, well, the CDC and kind of everybody was warning about with the Johnson & Johnson that you might ha be having um, a reaction that could potentially lead to you getting hospitalized. Mm -hmm. And the doctor was like, I'm really thankful that we took the precautions to kind of take it off the shelves and also um, were willing to tell the public right away like to be worried about it because right. now people can go to the doctor and be like I got this vaccine last week I think I'm having symptoms due to the vaccine and they can get help instead right. of people essentially dying because they don't know that something's wrong due to it so it's one of the w one times that this is actually a positive that the CDC has done yeah, man. Usually they just hide it from us. Facts. <laughs> Usually they just let a bunch of people die. They're like, oh, no, companies can never do wrong. What do you mean? Especially because it was only women basically getting these blood clots. Man, they don't care about us. They, they, us. Like, they, they don't even know how to care about us, honestly, because <laughs> they, they haven't even studied it. Um, but also in other fun national news, uh, Texas students, white Texas students created a slave trade on social media where they discuss buying and selling their black classmates in Alito, Texas. Yep. Um, um, so that's that's a story all by itself. I don't know what commentary is necessary there. Um, I, guess, I can't even imagine the gall of thinking, yes, what we should do is talk about how much we would sell our classmates for. Apparently, um... Like, I don't know. Apparently, y'all did a lot of weird shit like this in schools in the South. Y'all used to go to plantations and pick cotton and shit. But this is not normal. And that's, yeah. The, but, yeah, it's Texas. Um, They they need help. They they call the, the, the slave trade the triangle trade. and um, Ah, yes. It was called the... The nigger auction. Yes. Oh, sound good. Uh, Five bucks on Evan. Oh, that's just a hundred. A hundred books on Evan. I'm sorry. I and then one dollar on Chris. One dollar on Chris would be better if his hair wasn't so bad. What does that mean? I don't know. Do they? Do they know? Not really. Maybe nowadays more so because they'd be all up in our business online. So that's 
fun, you know? Um, if you ever think that racism is disappearing from our school system... If you ever think that racism is going to die out with the old people, you thought wrong. Stop thought thinking wrong, that. These people are racist. Kids. It's intrinsic to the body when you're growing up in a white supremacist society, so you have to, like, unlearn it. So I need y'all to stop telling white people they aren't racist. They are racist, all of them. They are. Because we live in a white supremacist society that's anti-black. They're all anti-black, all of them. All us, too. We're, we grew, we're raised anti-black. I mean, obviously, it's less for us because we are black. But, uh, you know. <laughs> still exists. We're still in an anti-black society. White people, all of them are racist. Sorry. My friends, you're racist. Like, they're they're anti-racist, so they're actively working against the, but you know, stuff bred into them. But racism still runs pro- through you. It's in your body. And you have to fight against it. It's like coronavirus. Coronavirus. Fight against Racism it. will kill you too, to be honest. Racism just there's evidence to prove this, guys. Google it. I won't for you. Um so anyway, in the international news, that's that's also national news because it's about to fuck us all up. Mm-hmm. Um so Ukraine is like, yo, what's up, Americans? Y'all wanna like y'all y'all are y'all right wing extremists? Y'all wanna like train to be violent so y'all can hurt people? Oh, they're not saying hurt people, but uh, you know what's gonna <laughs> happen. So anyway, uh, a lot of American mofos are going to Ukraine to train to be soldiers or whatever. Um, and they're, they're far-right extremists. And, you know, one one has come already come back and shot people in the um, United States. They're coming back and they're just ultra-violent and, also, and like, aggressive. Hyper-militarized. To the point where it's, like, fun. You know, so much fun flying to the Ukraine to learn how to kill us here. We already and and they're already the main terrorists we have. Like, like y'all already got the mark. Y'all already ca- capitalized the whole market on terrorism. Y'all got it locked. It's y'all. Like nobody else is doing that. Like terrorism on lock. They got it. Nobody else is doing that. Um, yeah. We gotta go to that after we we'll finish um, here. Um. So also Saint Vincent um is expecting a volcano to erupt any day. I saw a report that um, said they're only taking vaccinated yes. people off the island. That's facts. I also only saw a report about that, too. Like, I've only seen reports saying that. Oh, my And gosh. haven't seen one that's refuting that information. Let me Google it again just to make sure so we're up to date. But like, I saw that, and I said, this is why a lot of people did not want to get vaccinated, because they saw that something like this would occur where they'd go, try and be like, okay, you need to get this vaccination. And what I will say is something that I thought about with Malaysia, I sent Malaysia a message yesterday, is they're saying you will need, likely, a booster shot, like, every six months or so, and Every how... six months? <clears throat> oh, I didn't know it was that often. I thought it was, like... I'm <clears throat> sorry. So, uh, I would just like you to know that um, that's very unrealistic. We're Most never... Americans don't go to the doctor that much. When they offer me a flu shot at CVS, I'd be saying no. Unless it's free in perpetuity... Um, we're gonna have pandemic after pandemic, and the thing is, like, I feel like this is the clearest, this, this demonstrates more than anything else why we need, um, um, universal healthcare, and it's not because it's the quote-unquote right thing to do, it's because that's the only shit that makes sense. If we let people get sick, they get other people sick. If we let people die, that's a drain on the system. If you care about, if you care about money, you care about the system working, then... You should you shouldn't want people to uh, have to spend thousands of dollars. They don't have to spend. They shouldn't. They, they that 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 doesn't make sense to spend on healthcare. Why should there be a middleman between you and your doctor? Why don't you just pay your fucking doctor or the government pay your doctor if there has to be a middleman? Like I'm saying, like if you're gonna pay health insurance, why not just pay it through your taxes? 
we all pay it anyway. Why not just pay it through our taxes? We go to any doctor, any hospital, anywhere in the country. If you fall in New Mexico and you're from <laughs> Maine, you're going to be okay because you can go to the doctor. Bruh, like, come it's, on. It's just sick because if they're saying that we'll need booster shots like this so often, I'm just like, then we'll never get rid of COVID. Never. This, is, this will never work. That. And especially for people that were anti the vaccine as a whole, they'll never get it now because they'll be like, what's the point then? If every six months I'll need to inject myself with this, what's the point? They're going to have to have home COVID kits. We have to do it every 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 day, just waking up going, oh, yeah. let's see if I have COVID today. Well, I guess I'd and like that. And shooting ourselves up every, every time. <laughs> nope, need some vitamin C. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so uh, another international topic is that Japan's trying to kill the ocean because they just approved to release nuclear waste from their... Um, Damn it, I can't remember. I had the name. It's like Fukushima, um, like their Oof. nuclear... Yeah, um, it's yeah, Fukushima. Something, right. something similar along those lines. Uh, a nuclear reactor thing is going to release a bunch of nuclear waste into the ocean because they have nowhere to store it because nuclear waste is bad. See, this is why we like needed to not keep making these things. But, uh, yeah, Fukushima. Fukushima. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Fukushima. You know me. Fukushima, Fukushima. Um, okay, so the last thing we have tonight is um, there's a new... Yes, um, it was by Dot Nudes. <clears throat> dot Nudes. <laughs> uh, WBUR and Dot News. Dorchester Reporter. <laughs> um, WBUR and Mass Inc. Um, well, they, with the Mass Inc. polling group, they... Um, found out that many Boston voters remain unfamiliar with candidates. So, um, for Michelle Wu, 11% are unfavorable, 47% are favorable. Um, what, favorable? Favorable. Um, uh, 19% are heard of but undecided, and 21% have never heard of. That's a lot of people never heard, 21%. It's getting worse, though. Um, so, Kim Jamie, 5% unfavorable, uh, 34% favorable. Um, favorable. Uh, 24% heard of slash undecided and 35% never heard of. This is interesting because uh, she <laughs> is the mayor. Um. <laughs> I'd be, so they did this uh, registered poll April 7th through 11th. So that was, she was the mayor. She was the mayor at that time. Okay, just to clarify. I mean, because that, that in fact should, everyone should have actually known then because that was when it was like news. I'd like, be interested. It was part of the news cycle. I'm interested. Oh, and there's something else I have to point out after we finish going through this. All right. And so, we got Anissa Sabi George. She's uh, 5% unfavorable, uh, 27% favorable, um, 22% unheard of slash undecided. Uh, sorry, 22% heard of slash undecided, and 44% never heard of her. Interesting to me. That is interesting. Um, hmm. That's something for you. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, so, Andrea, she is 6% unfavorable, uh, 26% favorable, uh, 25% of people have heard of her but are undecided about her. That's me. Um, <laughs> and 42% have never heard of her. John Barros, they got 6% unfavorable, 17% favorable. Um, 25% people have heard of him but are not decided on him. And 50% of people have never heard of his ass. <laughs> the half of the city said, who? It's mad funny. And it, and, and I was talking to Scumwell about this on Twitter. I was like, it's mad funny because last week he was trying to take so much credit for after Kim Janey did the uh, all-inclusive Boston thing. He was going to be, he was like, that's me. 
I did it. That was me. I was the chief economic blah 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 for the city of Boston. Everybody said. Who? Literally half of buses said, who the fuck is that? And then John Santiago, he has 5% unfavorable, 13% favorable, and 24% of people have heard of him but are undecided. And 57, over half of the city said, who the fuck is John Santiago? And you know what? Me too. <laughs> me the fuck too, to be honest. <laughs> that killed me so heavily when I saw that. I said, John Santiago, you best just drop out right now. Leave. Get out. Leave right now. It's the end of your campaign. It's too late now for you to win the uh, seat. Mm-hmm. Loser. <laughs> Why right. did you run? <laughs> so, hold on. Let me see if this is this the same information, just in a different graph. No, that's about their race. Go back. That was people's race uh, about yes, unfavorable and favorable. No, did I lose it? Okay. Tell me. Okay. So. One thing, Malaysia. Do you notice something missing from this chart? I, wow. Um, y- yeah. I just. Yeah. So, um, th- when we think about polling, guys, poll Asian people. Thank you. Yeah. That's not. How do they. Yeah, what the fuck? How did they do that? My guess is probably the way they... It's likely they probably did texting and that some... I guess people just... The, the numbers they had didn't... I, it, it would be impossible that's to a big portion unless that of, number was very but small. But that's a bigger... That's I don't a know. Big that's enough a, portion that's, of the city. So they only have overall white, black, and Latino. First of all, Latino... Y'all need to... They need to figure something out with, with Latino as a category for certain things. Because sometimes it works culturally mm-hmm. and sometimes it doesn't. The difference between Eastie and Roxbury Latino, that's Very different. different. Like, uh, JP Latino and Roxbury Latino. Your South Dominican, Latino Puerto Rican Latino and your Colombian... That's like... That's your Central Colombian, American. Central American, South American Latino. That's a different Latino. So anyway, but uh-huh, overall... Um, so overall, Michelle has 19% of people supporting who, uh, percent of Boston voters who would say they would be most likely to support each candidate. Yeah. So 19% of people say they're likely to support Michelle Wu. Uh, 21% of white people say they're more likely to support Michelle Wu. 10% of black people and 11% of Latinos. Uh, and I'm probably suspecting that she has quite a few Asians, um, <laughs> but it's not on racism shit because y'all know. Anyway, but she so, does great outreach to um, Asian communities, which a lot of she people does are great outreach to Asian communities. She does, yeah, an inclusive language that goes beyond just Asian languages, but also Spanish and like uh, what's we call it, Haitian Creole. Yes, some uh, People need to, yeah, make sure they translate things into, like, Somali and, like, all that stuff, Arabic and all that stuff. Anyway, um, so Kim Janey, overall, she got 18% of folks saying, you know, I mean, you know, I'm feeling it. 17% of white folks say, yeah, whatever, I'm feeling it. uh, 30% of black folks say, yeah, love her, black. And then 6% of Latinos. Uh, Anissa got 6% of overall motherfuckers. I knew... They said Nissa was popping, and I knew. I said who? 
But maybe she's maybe she's coming up. Maybe she's on. She coming from from behind. Maybe. But like most people asking, I'd love to see how they did this poll because polling, as we've learned in the past, polling years, is bullshit. Nobody who votes trash. is nobody who votes is answering these polls. Um, but uh, uh, eight percent of white people that makes no sense. Um, one uh, percent of black people and three percent Latinos. Andrea got four percent overall. Three percent of white people, seven percent of black people, and seven percent of Latinos. I found that interesting, considering like Andrea's district and like yeah, she must have done them dirty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and she was like the city council president. Like facts, very interesting. John got three percent overall. Uh, John Barro, sorry, John with an H, got three percent overall. Three percent of the white people. 5% of black people and 5% of Latinos and John Santiago off the strength of his name got 3% overall, 1% of white people, 4% of black people and 12% of Latinos off the strength of his name. <laughs> and then, and, and for undecided, overall 40%, 46% of Boston is undecided. Which is fair. 40%, still months to go. 46% of white people are undecided. 42% of black people are undecided, and 55% of Latino folks in Boston are undecided. And we don't know how many Asians are undecided, because apparently nobody cares. <laughs> and you know, I didn't even pay close attention to that the first time I looked at it, and then I said, wait, somebody, an Asian person brought it up, and I said, that's it, because I didn't look at this part first, I only looked at the name recognition part, and then I looked at it, I said, how the hell you do a study with no Asian people? Apparently no one cares. What's that? What's, no, that's the same one. That's the same one, yeah. What's that one? Uh, this one is about uh, looking at the top Boston voter issue since 2013. Some interesting trends have come out. Um, so um, this is the percent calling each the most important concern facing Boston. That was an interesting three. Yeah, that was. Um, <laughs> so obviously um, coronavirus in September 2020 was 39% uh, concern. In April 2021, it is 27% of concern. Housing cost um, from September 2013, September 27, 2017, 2020, and 2021, it's went from 5% to 18%. Um, it went up in 2017 to 23 but went down and back up, which is kind of going with the flow of kind of housing in Boston. There was a little bit of error where we were adding a lot of like housing and stuff, but that has since disappeared. <laughs> I love how I went up to 23. <laughs> From 5 to 23 within uh, Homie's first years? Yeah, because we yeah. had Manino died in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, Marty. Hoas. Public education. Woo. Budget. That's a weird one. So uh, September 13, 13, September 2013, it was 24%, 17, 11, uh, September 20, 5%, and then September, September, April 21, 6%. That's is, interesting that yes. they, they're not more concerned about uh, education. These are interesting things because I feel like these are strange. And I don't know who they talk to. I don't think they talk to people. I'm trying, to, the right figure, people. I'm trying to figure it out because this poll is very strange. And for the economy and job, like... Who, no one's concerned about the economy or jobs in, in April of 2021. When who do they talk to? I don't know. Who do they talk to? They talk to people who must. They must talk to people who work at like John Hancock or something. <laughs> like I'm, they're like the stock market's doing great. What do you mean? Our economy's flourishing. Our economy is booming. Um. <laughs> and then lastly, um, crime also wild that that is not high still. Yeah. So um, it's in, in uh okay for so for public education in 2013, 24% of people thought it was a uh the top issue and or 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then in uh, April April twenty twenty one, only six percent of people thought that was important, to, that, like the top issue. Um, the economy and jobs in 2013, 17% of people thought it was the top issue. And now in 2021, only 5% of people, you know, are saying that's their top issue. And then for crime in 2013, 22% of people said that was their top issue. And in, in April of 2021, um, only 3%, which is so very strange to me. It's very strange when we have this whole mass app crisis that we're like constantly it's, complaining about and everybody is complaining. I don't think, I feel like Corona is actually far lower on my mind hit now in April yes. than it was in September. That's how I mean, I it is, but like, but it, I just feel like things are much higher as a top concern. I feel like my concerns are kind of flipped. Like, totally. like coronavirus would be in my like low right. less than 10 percent but housing costs education the reason economy. i'm not concerned is because we're not gonna get over it <laughs> corona 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 is here to stay <laughs> but anyway it's nine eighteen. do you know where your children are we don't have any more topics That's i don't it. think let me think let me go wait we'll second we had one person watching on each uh Ooh, that's streaming cute. thing. Somebody just left on Periscope, you lying Four. asshole. Get back. Um, <laughs> um Yeah, no, that's it. Alright, peace out. So we done. So uh, hey, can we uh, end with the song? Yeah. Shall we end with the song? Um, we got a headphones in no more. Oh no, we Yes do. we do. Okay, add it. We on. do. Guys, remember to listen to Nate Nick's Human Guile. Gow. Oh, I press cancel instead of. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna listen to Carousel, not Carousel, the other one, Chosen. Ah, um, so we're gonna listen to Chosen by Nate Nix, a fantastic I album. I think it's featuring someone. <clears throat> no, no, oh, it's no. by. Oh, you won't have to say that one. All right, that let's, one I can't figure. Let's out. hear it. Uh, it's such a great album, guys. I don't even a know. A wonderful how can, album. How I can Play us out, to, Nate. <laughs> to, to say it, like. Y'all better go listen to. He put so much thought and effort into making a product that, like, is listenable, it's enjoyable. And it has deep messaging. But it's all like, it got bars. That's the part I love about it. And it got this danceable song where I just want to wind up in the club on a young fella. And you know, if y'all been complaining yeah. that Boston ain't got Maybe there's a like reason. Here. Maybe it's a blessing that my only curse is breathing. Still ain't learned my lesson. I've been holding back this beating in my chest. Unless I see a strategy is needed, been defeated. But I swear I feel my Maybe feelings. Like I am not scared. Promise right I won't drop it unless I stop being Mr. Too Respectful. How I got here, y'all won't understand until I'm not here. Maybe I'm just passing along in the fact that I rap ain't a factor at all. Lots a lot of niggas through the cracks in the walls. Man, get my panic. Oh yeah, but it's featuring um Zaire Lee. Recognize the man, ain't no going back. I can taste it in my tears. Pungent, I can smell it, and I'm drawn to the scent. Yeah, I'm drawn to the scent. Something in the air, sharks in the water, and the blood flows near. Ain't no turning back once I face another fear. I look in the mirror, I don't see nobody there. I don't see nobody. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?